When you're looking for reliable information, where do you go? Far too often in today's world, we're searching for truth and aching for support in ways and places that are just no good for us. We select a credible source based off of accolades and other material factors instead of seeking advice from people who have actually experienced what we're going through. Once upon a time, people were surrounded by resources, others who believed in them and validated their experiences. Today, we are judged, live in environments that make us feel unworthy, and we are constantly second-guessing ourselves and our feelings. The villages of support we once had and knew dissolved as we evolved, and we began to find our answers on devices from someone smarter or in places where we didn't feel so ashamed to tell our stories. Whether you're a mom trying to figure it all out for the first time, an entrepreneurial spirit who is ready to take the leap, or someone who's interested in chatting about the things that people normally don't want to talk about, the Credible Sources Podcast has something for you. Yeah, so I'm here with Jesse Wagner. I don't even know how to really introduce you now because I feel like I feel like we both changed. <laughs> I feel like we have both evolved like time over time over time since we've met each other. So like here's what I would say about you. Um like Jesse is this um there's just so much I could say. I think the biggest things about you to point out and what I think we're going to end up talking about is just like being a powerhouse, like woman, a mother, business owner, like goal achiever, <laughs> like executor, like, um, because executor I mean, we could say like, my, like, when, when I do personality <laughs> tests, like executor is like one of the like describing words of me. So it's so funny that you said that because that's definitely right? what I am. Yeah, I like, I'm like no sitting around meetings and not getting shit done. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to execute. So I love that you just yeah. said No, I, and I totally see that in you. I mean, there have been, I mean, I've had the honor and like, um, I've been fortunate to be a part of a lot of women's journeys, you know, over the past like 10 years. And I hear a lot of talk, mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's just a lot of talkers out there. And, um, my boss actually recently used the term noisemaker. And I thought that was so cool. Um, like there's just some noisemakers out there, right. That all that, and that's cool, like no judgment, but it's like, you really see over time, like, who actually does what they say they're going to do. So like when I say that you execute, like it's coming from a place of not just like throwing a word out there. It's literally like, I remember you telling me like you have said things mm -hmm. and then you 
do, do them. them. Yeah. <laughs> That's a crazy concept, right? <laughs> but truly, you inspire me in the same way. And that was one of the first things that I noticed about you is like, you just do the thing. Like, it's not like you don't wait around till you have this special certificate or this, that, or this, this thing to make you feel qualified. Like you decide you want no. to impact people in a certain way. So you go do it. And like, we make it seem so much more than what it is. And I also think that, right, you know, right. there are so many people out there talking, 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 like you're saying, and, and they let these limiting beliefs as we know hold them back but it's like it's not that I didn't have doubts I'm sure you had doubts it's not that you weren't scared you know every day did it anyway like I don't have anything special and I know you don't have any special superpower that like allows you to do like these big things it says you just go do them and you keep going every time you fail or you quit or whatever you just keep going and that's really all that it is we just keep going yeah and like let's um so for those of you listening, Jesse and I actually haven't, we haven't connected in, I'm trying to think of like the last time that I actually saw you had like a conversation with you. It's, it's been months and I months. Mean, it's, I I mean, it's probably been a year almost. I don't think I've really? seen you in a year. I mean, I opened Soul Space in December and I literally don't think I've seen you since then. That's like, <laughs> that, make, that was like, <laughs> like sounded really Oh my God. No. Oh my God. No, not at all. Listen, no, I know like, that it made me. No, I don't get feel it. I get it. No, I'm I get it. insane. It's me, you know, but <laughs> also, also though, I think like, so I'll, t- we'll, t- we'll talk about my background in a second, but like opening, yeah, yeah, yeah. opening this space has just been really cool because I do, I am so aware of the people that support me me from afar. You know what I mean? Like had I opened five years ago, I might've been bitter or I might've been like, you know, whatever about the people who haven't been here yet or whatever. But like, I have just a built such an amazing community of people. And I mean, and that's the other thing. If we live five minutes from each other, I'm sure that we would see each other, but we're both busy and it's just not easy. Exactly. No. And we, and we just, we just get that, you know, like there is no more of this, like, oh, she didn't come to this. She told me she was coming here. She didn't come back. We don't do that. Like, right. Right. Grown women, grown women don't need to do that. So I, right. And a realization I've had for sure since opening, but, but yeah, I know the beginning and, and like, there's just been so much happening. I can't even believe it's been 10 months already, but there's just a lot of things. Yeah. So it's, it's been over a year since we've seen each other. And I posted the other day on Facebook, I've got this inkling, you know, that I wanted to start um, setting up interviews for my podcast again, because it's been some time, you know, I've had some other personal goals that I've been after for like the past six to eight months. So I like, willingly and purposefully gate like, put my podcast like on on the back burner. Um, but then posted the other day, like, Hey, I'm going to have some time. I'm traveling for work right now. And I knew that I was going to like be in a hotel room for a couple of days. And I'm like, Hey, like who wants, who has time? And Jesse's just like, yo, like Monday night, I can do something. So it's just like cool to witness the divine timing of it all, because here we are. I'm equally as aware at this point in my life that like this conversation is going to benefit me probably more than it's going to benefit anybody who ever listens to it. Because (laughs) I know that like God's bringing you and I together right now for some reason after not, you know, um, 
connecting for, for this long, but I love the point that you make because you're absolutely right. It's just, it's a different kind of respect. Um, when you are the one that's like hustling and going after what you want and, you know, like we'll, we'll say like people say like grinding and like doing all of these things. It's like, it can be a really lonely place because number one, like you don't have time to show up for other people the way you would like to a lot of the time. And then number two, you start to notice that people don't show up for you because of their insecurities, at least in my like experience. And I kind of, I'm, I'm not really being judgmental. This is just like fact and truth. I realized that the people who did not show up for me at all, like, I'm not talking like, like how you're saying you're feeling support from afar from people like myself or whoever. It's like, there are people that you don't feel that from at all because mm -hmm. there's this like lack, like, like, je like seriously, just this lack of support and understanding because people are just like, oh, Jesse's off doing whatever she's doing and she's not showing up for me. But it's just like when you elevate beyond that and when you're another fellow, whether it's businesswoman, hardworking mother, whatever it is, right? Like, I don't want to make categories here, but when you're just, equally going after and getting what it is that you want out of your life, you don't even have time to realize who's there with you or not. I mean, like, at least that's for me. It's just kind of like, I, I know who I can count on. I know who I'm straight with. And, um, and it's, it's, it's not because of how regularly you and I talk or it's, or whatever. It's just like, I know that Jesse's like, a ride or die. I feel like we've been through some stuff. We've been in, in vulnerable rooms together. And that's just the kind of stuff that like, it doesn't matter what kind of time goes between. You just can't get in the middle of something like that. Yep. 100%. So I don't know if any of that really makes sense or what that <laughs> little tangent was no, about. Totally. I agree with all of that. And I honestly have been so blessed by my support group before soul space and after and I have had I have the best friends that have been my best friends forever but I just like I just keep like my circle of friends just keeps growing and growing and growing and it's just so beautiful yeah. and and like there are there are definitely people in my life who I feel like are bitter or whatever because I'm not doing as much as I want to be or whatever I'm here this and that but you know, there are so many more people who get it and so many more people who I can count on, just like you're saying. So it just, it, it's, it's all well, divine, like you said. It is. And, and here's the thing too, when, when you have people in your life who don't understand what it's like to love what you do right. to an mm -hmm. outsider. It's just like, Jesse's working all the time. Becca's working all the time. And it's like, okay, true. But like, I don't like, I'm not mad about it. Like right. I am at this place in my life where, and I, I don't say these things to be braggy and whatever, like I'm not getting anything from this other than hopefully nudging somebody else to make the same you know, changes and decisions, but like, I love everything that I do in my life. Like I wake up in the morning and love what is on my schedule mm -hmm. every single day, every mm -hmm. single day. Like there, I really don't do anything that I don't like to do. <laughs> I mean, even when it's like talking about like chores and I mean, that's like the worst thing. 
right? Like, but that's much different. And maybe this can help us go into your backstory. It's much different than where I was 10 years ago, where I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, like I have to, I have to work here. I have to do this. I have to do that. Now, even as a mother, it's very, very important to me that I say, I get to do this. Like when I, I'm in North Dakota this week for work. And like, when I left my kids, you know, the other day, I'm like, mommy, you know, mommy gets to go to work this week. Like mommy gets to travel for work. And like, how fun is that? How cool is that? You know, or like mommy gets to go to this meeting or mommy gets to, it's, it's, I get to, because like, I genuinely enjoy it. So my point is when you have people around you who don't understand what it's like to enjoy what you do for a living, it can very much look like Jesse's choosing work over this when it's mm -hmm. like, actually you're like choosing yourself because it's like, it's what you want to do. So like, can we talk about maybe where you were, um, even when you and I met, because if I remember correctly, I don't know how many years ago that was, but I think that you originally, do you remember how we connected? or how you like um, heard about me? Cause I think that you, I think that I did like a couple sessions with you or something, or maybe you came to a retreat first. I can't recall. So someone told and me- And like where you were in your life. Someone told me to join your group and I honestly don't even remember who it was. I feel like- We need to find out and thank them. <laughs> I, honestly, I honestly think it was my friend, Katie Kelly, who I honestly don't know that you've ever even met. Do you know who Katie no. Kelly um, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> um, she, she's a psychic medium in Indiana. And I swear to God, she told, okay. I swear it was her. And I honestly can't remember. Maybe it wasn't, but, but it's weird because she's not like a village huh. person. You know what I mean? There must yeah, be something yeah. that she saw and like, I joined this group or whatever. And you had posted things and I always wanted to go, but again, it's not close for me. So like, it's, I can't just like head out to this meeting on a Monday night or whatever. And then right. we did like, um, I think the May Cause Miracles group was probably the first thing that we did together. Um, okay. I don't even know. I think that was probably the first thing. But then, but then the retreats, which I just love so much. And um, I was actually trying to think when the first one was and where I was at in my life actually earlier today. So it's funny that you asked that. I can't remember if I was still working <laughs> or not. Um, but regardless I mean it's it's crazy how, how much how much has changed in just a few years and I actually remember I remember that first retreat Elena was getting ready to open her wellness center and I told her I'm like that yeah. has been my plan for so long like I've been writing down September 2021 for years and blah 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 and I ended up signing my lease on 92121 which is insane um so yeah I don't yeah. know I, I can tell you like I, I guess I can give like my whole little backstory of where I was working and all the things that whether or not I was um doing that then but so yeah and like I just resonate so much with that get to and I love that you say that you say that to, their, to your kids because I think still part of me feels guilty when I leave because it's harder because I think a lot of people the I think a lot of the reason why people are mad about us people like us working so much is because we choose to like no boss is making me show up right here, right now at, at my own business to do this podcast with you. I chose to leave my house at seven o'clock at night to come record this with you because I wanted to, you know? Um, so it, it's, right, hard, right. it's hard to tell people like I'm choosing to do this, but 
I understand that I have to make choices, but I also had two committees in my daughter's PTO and, um, and I go to every single event at her school and I get to do all of these things because I'm showing up at seven o'clock right. on a podcast versus working nine right. to five, not getting to do what I want to do day in and day out. Um, so Amen. Yeah, you know, so I was I was a teacher first. If you, it's like so crazy. I feel like I've had so many careers, but I was a teacher first. Um, and I was a teacher when I started my Arbon business. And um, when I started Arbon, I had zero percent interest in building a business. I thought I was going to be a teacher forever. I was in grad school to be a mental health therapist, and I really just thought that if I, the way of the world was that if I wanted to help people, I wasn't going to make any money because that's just kind of the perception of being in the helping professions. And yeah. I thought I would be overworked and underpaid and underappreciated my whole life. Um, when Arbonne very divinely came into my life, I j- just started to see the potential in owning your time. And as, as time went on, like I said, I didn't have any interest in, in doing a business. And then it just, one thing led to another and it, it became everything. And I, um, it's the more you spend time with people who are empowered, who love themselves, who show you what it's like to live a life like on your own terms, the the more you start to believe that it's possible for you. And the more you start to see that things don't have to be the way you thought they were. Like you actually don't have to write a nine to five for somebody else that you hate to pay the bills. And nothing against nine to fives. Like that's, you can love your nine to five too. But but a lot of the times people don't and just think like, oh, well, I went to school, the true did, you know, trust me, I have lots of student loans. Um, and yeah. I, you know, but I also am so grateful for all those experiences. So anyways, as a teacher, I was able to leave teaching. That was kind of the first big thing for me is I took a really big pay cut to go be a therapist with my master's degree, which is really messed up. But um, because of my art, my business, I was able to do that. So as, as things started to kind of like, balance out that way, I was able to, then I went part-time as a therapist. Then eventually I left because the more I, I did things for myself, the more that I realized I just couldn't do them again for anybody else. And so I, (laughs) and so again, I like the, the, the systems and the, all the things, like, I am just not the kind of person who can sit back and, like, see injustices and, like, be okay with it. There are incredible teachers in this world. There are, and and I'm blessed that my daughter has had some of them, and I, um, there are incredible therapists in the world. My therapists, my personal therapists have been incredible, but for me, it was just way too hard to continue to work from a place that didn't feel always aligned with my values. And so I eventually was able to leave my job because of my Arbonne business. But again, even though this was the goal at first, Arbonne allowed me to do, to have the time freedom to figure out what else there was. And all Mm -hmm. the while I had been writing this down over and over and over every single day for years when I was still a therapist, I thought I would have this center as a therapist and have these extra little services. I thought it would be really around therapy. But what I found was when I allowed myself space to like explore, my spiritual growth journey just really um, expanded. I started doing Reiki. 
I just like, you know, just, it was just kind of like one thing after another, I started just learning more and more about myself and more and more about what I really want in life. And also like, just every, like, I feel like it's every day I like let go more of what people think about me because then when I was really successful in my network marketing business, which I'm again, so grateful for, it kind of felt like, well, if I do something else, people are going to think it's not successful anymore. Or if I do this, you know, or then it's like, I'm guilty if I'm not working this or whatever. And it's like, eventually I had to just like, let it all go and do whatever I wanted every single day, whatever that looked like and let go of anybody's expectations, especially my own. So one thing leads to another and we're sitting in my center right now, which is so crazy. I, um, do lots and lots and lots of Reiki, which I love so much because it really feels to me like it combines everything that I've always been passionate about and just health and wellness in general, holistic health and intuitive health. Like it just all comes together and I love to teach Reiki. So it's like all these little parts of me that, that I thought was who I was. And then I kind of dug a little bit deeper. You know, I do love teaching. I just, it wasn't going to be in a classroom. I love, you know, helping people in the way that therapy can help people, but it's just not going to be in that type of, type of environment. So, um, yeah, yeah, it just kind of has all expanded out. So cool. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, um, I, I love what you talked, what you said about time freedom, because like, I mean, you, you said a lot there and that was like, there's just, I, I just feel like with both of our stories, right. There's just so many different ways that we could like perceive it or explain it to somebody. But like, if I had to pull one thing, like extract one thing out of like my entire belief system or whatever to explain to somebody like it's that it's that time freedom thing that you're talking about and that like empowerment and and accountability and ownership over your time and this is something that did you ever go through either one of my formula training class trainings that I did one of the retreats Mm -hmm. okay because I wasn't sure I I couldn't remember I I did a handful of them in 2020 but like and I'm revisiting that right now and turning it into like a guidebook because I'm, I'm just really feeling called to, I don't know why yeah. I talked about, about it. I don't yeah. know. But anyway, um, the first thing that I do in that is talk about redeeming your time. And like, even, even in my one-on-one sessions with people over the years, it's like when somebody would come to me and look, like, like you said, like, I don't have any magic. This isn't any magic secret formula. This right. isn't any like magical gift that I have access to that nobody else does. But generally speaking, when somebody comes to me and they're upset about something, like one of the first things that I ask them is, how are you spending your days? Mm-hmm. You know, and not like you'll get this because you're very much like this recovering perfectionist, like straight A student, right? We've talked about this before you and I are alike like that. And like, I don't want that answer. I don't want the straight A student answer of how do you spend your day? Because like, we'll immediately, if somebody asks us, we'll be like, oh, well, of course we wake up at 5 a.m. and we have our coffee and then we read from our Bible and then we journal for an hour and then we go to the gym and like all this bullshit that we don't actually do every day. So it's like, like, like seriously, how do you spend your day? Mm -hmm. And then you find out that like, 
these people who are miserable, i.e. myself, you know, in the past are, are doing things during the day that like, you don't even really realize you're doing, or you're not doing anything at all. So it's like, and also it's myself, really like this ew, Tetris game. <laughs> yes. You know, like, yes. I think it's like another like thing. Some days you're like, yeah. what am I doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's this, I think it's this skill and this art of like, it's almost like time Tetris. And like, I've never even said that before until just now, but it's like, as I'm like imagining it in my head visually, it's like, this, this isn't a, I'm just trying to break it down for people who are listening, who are sitting there wondering like, oh, well, you know, like they've probably done this or this or this or this. Number one, realize that like, I've been at this game for a good 10 years now. Mm -hmm. um, Jesse's been at it for a while too. You know, it doesn't, it definitely does not happen overnight, but the change can happen overnight and you can decide like right now, I'm never going to spend, I'm not going to spend tomorrow the way that I spent today. That can change now. And that's what I see people having the most issues with is they don't want to change. They don't right. want to change. They have all these things in the way that they're like, oh, well, I can't just like quit my job today. Oh, no, you're right. You can't, but you can right. no start one looking for something. Good or that you <laughs> right. Like you and I yeah. both like, and that's why I was thinking about how you were saying, like, you don't want to brag or whatever, but like you worked really hard to get to where you are. I worked really hard to get to where I am. And it was never like, it wasn't like, oh, I just like magically like open the space and everything's perfect. And like, like that yeah. never happened. And it, it has right. never happened for literally anyone except maybe like <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Like, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? But, all, but truly even celebrities and we hear these, I feel like we hear these things all the time and we don't like really hear it. Like you hear those statistics, like so-and-so had their first, like JK Rowling had her first best-selling book when she was 55 or like, I'm just making that up, but, but something sure, like that, sure. you know, there's all these different things. Oprah had this failed business and this and this and this and this before she was successful. This person was bankrupt right. with all these things. We hear it all the time, but we don't really hear it. And we think that like, oh, this one thing didn't work out for me. I've been a Reiki master for three weeks now and no one has called me for a session. Uh, this must not be for me. Like imagine saying yeah. that. There are people out right. there right now who are, who are quitting after, before they've even started because they're letting right. fear, whatever. And right. Yeah. But I agree. It's, it's, it's your habits. And I was actually telling myself that this morning, I was like getting just really overwhelmed. I think, I mean, when you were talking about like, you don't do anything you don't want to do besides chores, like my goal in life is to never do anything I don't want to do. I'm talking about like, scooping dog poop like I know there's a service that does that I'm talking about cooking and cleaning and everything I don't want to do I just don't want to do it because life is too short not because I'm a brat not because I'm too too good to do any of those things but I want to fully spend all of my time doing only what I want to do so why would I yes. ever waste it folding laundry obviously at yes. this stage in my life I'm still folding my laundry and doing my dishes Sometimes, sometimes it just doesn't happen, but you know, like I obviously I'm not there yet, but that's where I want to be. And so I'm thinking about it right now. Cause I'm like, the truth is, is I do love everything I do so much. And I'm so grateful that I get to like go to yoga classes and cacao meditations and all these things and call it work and buy crystals and write them off. Like that's like a dream. Right. But I also have to do a whole bunch of shit. I don't want to do every day, like payroll and budgeting. Yeah stuff like that. So yeah. there are things that eventually I want to like be able to delegate. But anyways, my point was, is I was really overwhelmed today. And I just was like, 
thinking about, I'm just like stressed and thinking about like what I, what I can do and, da, da, da. and I kept telling myself, the only thing you can do is focus on what you can do right now. Like, how mm-hmm. are you changing your habits? I'm like, I, I, I honestly have just been like, you know, just, just stressed. My body's, my body's feeling it. And I'm like, I was literally at the gym on the elliptical and I'm like, I'm literally doing the only thing I can do to take care of this problem right now. So I, I have right. to focus on the little habits every single day. Anytime I ever catch myself feeling off, it's because I stopped doing my self-care and started working too hard. The second mm-hmm. I wake up, I'm like, checking my emails and doing this, doing this, doing this, when I know that's not what I should be doing, but I do it anyways, mm-hmm. then I wonder why I'm overwhelmed, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, those, those little habits forcing and like, and I think people, people take that the wrong way. Like they think like, oh, that means she doesn't sleep and she works constantly, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, that means I meditate more and I'm more present and more mindful. And those are the habits that make mm-hmm. my life more successful than mm-hmm. checking my emails at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I mean, what I'll add to that, again, this is like a really great conversation for me to plug this formula training into, but it's also just divinely happening because I feel like it's coming up in all of my conversations. And it's like, you know, the, the whole essence of that formula training was when the man I was married to told me he wanted a divorce and COVID started affecting my life several weeks later. And I'm now unable to cope in all of the normal ways of coping as far as going out to the bar, shopping, even meeting girlfriends for lunch because we were all on lockdown. And I'm living in a house that I bought with him without my children half the time because we're, you know, we have always split custody. I was like spending no joke. Like when I asked myself one day how I was spending my days, it was six hours in the bathtub, I would just sit and fill it up with hot water, exhaust my hot water tank and be in it so long that like, as I was draining it, I was just refilling it with hot. I mean, I'm talking like unhealthy, dark, deep, dark moment, but like rightfully so. But it was like, you know, that was a culmination of like (laughs) a lot of aggressive self development and personal development and investment in myself. So like, I feel like I was incredibly armed by the time I actually did need to deploy some of this stuff, but none of it in particular was working. So I realized like I had to create my own thing. And like, that's why I was just like, oh, this is my secret formula. But then I realized like, oh my gosh, this could probably like help some other people. So I say that to say, it's like exactly what you're explaining is like, you have things that, you know, work for you and you're disciplined enough and aware enough about yourself that when you feel yourself getting stressed mentally, knowing that it's going to affect your physical body or blah, 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 whatever, you can like deploy these things that you know to be true to help you where what I feel like most people, most people don't know themselves enough. They're not self-aware enough that, that they just become reckless. And like, I do, I thank God that it was during COVID that I went through this because if I had the opportunity to go back to drinking uh, and down this like slippery slope of whatever, 
uh, I could be in like a very different, I could have wound up in a very different place, you know, and not saying that I didn't have that same choice to do things at home or whatever, but it's just like, I, I know myself and I know that I needed to like sit alone in that bathtub and sort out like, what was my life going to look like? How was I going to spend my time? What are the things that I was going to do? And the other thing I'll say is I can't do anything without God. Um, and that's a big part of the formula too, is like having, having this, like faith is a part of it. It has to be a part of it for, for as long as anyone, in my opinion, thinks that they're going to do this life on their own. I, I mean, that's as long you're going to struggle that long, you know? And when I wake up in the morning and like pray before I even open my eyes and pray before I'm going to sleep and, and spend time in my Bible and spend time like talking about this kind of stuff with people everything about my life is better. It's more peaceful. I'm more relaxed. I don't feel as stressed. I feel like God's got this. God's got me mm -hmm. and my steps are ordered. And if I just like show up and do what I need to do, just do my part, then like, like even with this podcast, right? Like God put this call on my heart. Like you need to start interviewing people again. You need to start talking to people again. This is healthy for you, Becca. Like, and it's, it's healthy for people to tell their story. And I'm like, okay, I could have denied that, but I didn't. And then we wouldn't, we wouldn't have been here talking about this right now. I've made the Facebook post. I had no idea if anyone was going to be available. It's just like, those are things that people could think are so small and minute, but it's like, those are the gifts that I see in my life every single day that like most people just take for granted because they're just too busy being like no offense but just like too busy being miserable and self-centered in what they think they should be doing and then it just <laughs> it just ends up in you being unhappy with your life with your business with your relationships with your kids with all of it because we're living this like very self-centered life that's like where we think we have all the answers. And I'm telling you, the moment that I just like, when I continue to just surrender and it is so hard to do, but like, those are the days where I am just so like, life is amazing. I'm just like, this is just like amazing, you know? And it's, it's like, when you learn it, it's almost like the easiest thing that you've ever done. Do you get that? Like, like, I feel 100%. like I, okay. Like, I feel like I'm doing more, I'm earning more. I'm I feel better about myself than I ever have in my life, but I feel like I'm doing way less than I've ever done in my life. If that makes sense. Rage. Yep. hundred <laughs> percent. Literally. Okay. And like, I have to keep reminding myself that because the problem is, is we know that we know do less, receive more. Like I like have to like, like just tell myself that constantly, but the second things start not going the way we want them to, it's yeah. harder to surrender and you start forcing and you start pushing and you start forgetting to come back to your tools and forgetting to lean harder into spirit. And, you know, like the, like when, when things aren't going well, it doesn't mean you're <laughs> off the path. It just means right. that, that things are showing up to show you what you don't want. But we we're like, oh, oh no, like I lost, <laughs> abort, I lost my bank account. Like I'm gonna yeah. be broke. Like, and now I need to like yeah. go work really hard and, and have this like desperate vibe. And then guess what happens when you have a desperate vibe? You get more things to be desperate about. Like it's just, it's like just not like I spend so much time telling my clients the 100 
only thing that you need to focus on is your own vibration. That's literally it. If you focus on your own vibration and doing things that bring you joy, your life will be so much better and everyone around you's life will be so much better. When you walk into a room, people are impacted by the joy that you're radiating. Or they can be yeah, impacted by your misery. So like you choose which one. And the and the way that you're vibrating right now in this moment is gonna determine what your week, what your next week looks like in your next year and your next five years or whatever. So you can decide yeah. to flip the switch and decide to focus on gratitude and focus on, you know, what you have and focus on all the things there is to be grateful for. We can sit here and talk about all the things that suck easily, you know, and right, the, more time right, you, right. the more time you spend talking about things that suck, the more things that suck. And that's another thing is I feel like we, there's so many things that have just been so normalized in our society, like being miserable. It's just normal to hate your job. It's just normal to do this, do that, do this mm-hmm. it's for your health to decline when you're getting older or like whatever. It's just normal. Like that shit's not normal. You're just choosing right. to ignore what the things that you need to do. And so, right. and we just find, we always like, it's so easy to start talking to somebody and start relating. And, and I'm not saying, you know, to pretend like you're happy when you're not or anything like that. There's no talk sure. positivity here either, but it's just so, so common for people to find something in common that they hate. Like, it just is so easy for us to like, start talking about things that make us miserable and then wonder why we're miserable. Well, and that's, I, I feel like that can be explained to you with this, like, um, it, it, it's hard. Like, it's hard to be human. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, it's hard to be and human, but healthy. like, yeah. And I mean, to, to walk into a room or into a conversation where somebody's just like incredibly negative and to hold your, you know, to stay anchored into like your truth in that moment and not be influenced by somebody else's energy that's hard. You know, that's really, really hard to do. And like, the more that you're emotionally entangled with that person, like, it's one thing to walk into a restaurant and there's like a uh, a disgruntled customer who's saying something like whatever. Right. But like when it's your husband or your child or your best friend, you know, it's really, really, it's hard. And it, and it's a discipline like for yourself, you know, to get to this place where you're just unaffected by, um, other people's, you know, behavior and things like that. And I think it's a spiritual maturity. I think it's an emotional maturity. Um, but I mean, I guess like, cause, cause we're kind of like all, all over the board here a little bit. It's just like, I think to tie it back in, um, you know, again, these are the kinds of things that don't happen overnight. And here's what I'll say too, is like, I feel like I've been judged a lot over the years for the decisions that I've made, whether it's, um, flying across the country to work with a mentor spending thousands and thousands of dollars for like a one day event. Um, (laughs) just doing some of the crazy shit that like people have probably seen me do over the years or what they would think is crazy and weird and all of these things. But what I'll say is like, I've learned so much about myself and about being human and living this life that like, there is no way to calculate the return on that investment. Like, there's no way to calculate 
or like measure um, my evolution over the past 10 years. Like I know it and people who know me well know it and like have seen it and witnessed it. But like, I guess I would just say if somebody's listening to this and they're just like, I don't think I'm like self-aware at all, or I'm miserable 95% of the time, or I hate my job, or I hate that I'm in this relationship. And, and if you feel stuck and lost and like, there's no light at the end of the tunnel, like I have been there more times that I can count the differences. I didn't accept it. <laughs> like I was just relentlessly like not happening today, you know, just not happening today. And I don't know, like, I want to give some kind of light, you know, to the person who's listening. And it's just like, I remember listening to a podcast literally probably 10 years ago where this girl was just like, I haven't woken up to an alarm clock in over a year and I'm doing this and that. And I just remember like shaking my head and rolling my eyes in my car as I'm listening to this podcast. And I'm like, this bitch, like who actually lives like that? Right. You know, it's like, who actually like lives like that? But it's like for a very long time, that's how I lived my life. Mm -hmm. And when I wake up early now to an alarm clock, it's because I absolutely want to, because I know I'm a morning person and I do, you know, all these things and whatever, but like, just the it made me cringe and it triggered me to just hear somebody say that like they had that kind of control over their time, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you do too. Like everybody does. And if you just realize like how you're letting people steal your joy and suck your time, because you ultimately here, I'm going to trigger you. Like we ultimately do not feel worthy enough to make our own decisions, to tell people no, to apply for a better job, to ask for more money, to ask for a remote work position. You know, we have so much opportunity right now that like literally if anyone came to me with any kind of excuse, include like I'm saying this for myself too, because I have a lot of excuses in front of me that are coming out of my mouth. You know, it's like, this is not the time for excuses. We can literally like do whatever we want to do and live however we want to live right now. So like, what am I doing? What am I doing? And and I think it's, it's always this balance of like giving yourself grace and then reeling yourself back in and not comparing yourself to anybody else either. Because also like, I know you said that, you know, you wanted to not wake up to an alarm or whatever, but like, also you have kids and like, sometimes your kids are going to control a little bit of what you're doing because they're children, but also, (laughs) but also you get to decide how you, A, teach them what you're doing, B, get up before them in the morning and take control of your day or whatever it is for you. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, of course our kids make everything harder in a lot of ways. We love them. Like I would never trade them for anything in the world, but like, sometimes it would just be nice to like, do like just cook dinner without an interruption or whatever. But again, you get to choose how you respond, how you allow yourself to feel when they are interrupting you. And are you freaking out? Or are you just like accepting it? Whatever. There's so many things, but so like, yeah, everyone has different outside circumstances, but everyone has a choice yeah. of how they respond and how they, um, you know, adapt to whatever their circumstances are. And I feel like that's, I'm saying this because I do that a lot. Like 
I'm sure that person who said she hasn't had an alarm in a year doesn't have kids or else she, you know, she's not, she's waking up to an alarm that's a child or whatever, you know? So right, right, right. sometimes I'm like, yeah, must be nice. You can go do this, this, and this. You can go to the gym every single day and whatever, whatever. Yeah. And that's always my, like, that's always my excuse that I fall back on. And I'm like, well, she can do that because this, but, but there's a whole lot of, like, we all have our own, like, kind of pros and cons that we get to work with, and comparing yourself to anybody else is just pointless, like, you need to just look at yourself and see where you can make a change. So, and let's talk about that, because that's the other thing, right, that, um, you know, I have a seven-year-old and a five-year-old, and um, how old are your kids now? Six and three. I was going to say, I thought that they were like, we had a semi-close like gap. Um, cause, Cause that's something else that I feel like I, I can't tell you the amount of people I've, I meet through a work setting um, who I, I don't make mention of my children who like later find out that I have kids and they're like, how do you like like how, like, how do you do this? Like, ooing and aahing, like, how, yeah. like, how has this happened, you know? And um, for a long time, when you're just in this survival mode, you know, like talking to the parents who are listening, like you are, you're in, you're in survival mode. And I, I feel like there was a time that I literally had, like, I felt like I had to choose. I felt like the environment around me, my, my family, and, and maybe, maybe this is all on me. Okay. Like maybe, maybe this was just what was in my head. Let's go with that. Regardless, the feeling that I felt was that I had to choose between being a mother and doing what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And society can tell us whatever, this is a real fucking choice that women have to make sometimes. Okay. And like, people can say that it's in our heads and whatever, but it's a real choice. Um, and I, I chose my family You know, I, I chose my family, but it hurt. Like it killed a part of me temporarily. Uh, I mean, like, like murdered a part of me, like, and that was the beginning of my, like, uh, (laughs) like, I don't know what we want to call it. Right. But it, it was the beginning of my like rebirth because I just, that was a pivotal part for me to like really begin looking at like what I identified with it it helped me to see my ego um in the sense of like the fear-based part of of my brain and what was protecting me and like you know I was like why am I so sad about certain things and why am I so upset that I have to give up certain things you know just all these things right I really started my personal development there but what I'll say is, um, and, and you kind of hit the nail on the head when you were talking about, you know, the fact that you now get to attend like all of these things, you know, around your children's life and you can feel more present and you're in more control of your time. You know, I think that we have long entered the age as, as parents that like nine to fives, just like, I, like, I don't know how families do it who have two parents that are nine to five. Like, I don't get it. Like I commend them and appreciate it, but like, I don't understand how it works because I see the way that I live and I see how busy I am 
but also how I'm there for practically everything, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it is by design, you know, yeah. so yeah, it, it, it's important. And it's like, you know, I think that's like the other thing that I want to say is just like, as a parent, you can feel really stuck between like choosing yourself or choosing your kids. And like, I want to be here to say, you don't have to choose. Yeah. And I've been saying this since I was pregnant for the first time as, you know, like I wasn't a mom yet, so I didn't know. And like, I didn't have much support around what I wanted to do, or at least that's how I felt. And I've always been saying like, I don't want to have to choose. I don't feel like I have to choose. And I would get these like, from other women who had grown children. So I was like, oh, ha ha, like you'll, you'll see, like you'll see how it is. Um, I still don't feel like I've really had to choose. Like I did briefly, but like, if I gave up me, I would be a shitty mother. And Which I know that to be true because yourself. I did that. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like I, I did give up on myself yeah. for way too long and it made me a shitty parent. It made, it made me a shitty human. Um, yeah. and nobody should have to give up on what they want to do, which makes everything about our conversation 10 times harder because I guarantee you people are being, are pinned to what they don't like to do because they feel like they have to be there to support their family. When the whole world has it ass backwards, like you need to be worrying about you, like you said worrying about you first and your health first. So then you can pour out into the people around you. And if you're that kind of saint person who doesn't need to do that, God love you, teach me your ways. But like, I am not like, and the people that I know and work with, you know, it's like, we should not have to choose. We should get to choose ourselves first. We should get the support around us in order to do that. And if that means that I want to like, tie-dye t-shirts and sell them by the dozen you know right. at a yeah. festival every weekend yeah. like I want that kind of support if that means that I want to travel across the country doing the work that I'm like that's what I expect you know and it's like then you know we can pour into our children and show them what it looks like to live a life that we've designed you know that yeah. we love that we feel like we are put here for so yeah, exactly tangent sorry no that's okay and, and again that's why I really like that you said you know I get to do this and honestly like I, I watch my kids running around soul space and I'm like they don't even like like they think this is the coolest thing ever but they actually don't even know yet how cool it really is and like they're gonna grow yeah. up and be like that was I'm gonna cry like that was so cool you know what I mean yeah and 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 yeah, like your kids are much better off watching you live a life that you love and teaching them to live a life that they love as opposed to what everyone else thinks they should be doing or what, you know, whatever it is. And I honestly just believe it all, again, this is why focusing on you and your vibration and your self-love is all that matters because I genuinely believe every single thing you can blame it on a thousand other things and in some ways it does it like there are other factors but it when you just keep digging keep digging keep digging keep digging it's all breaks down to a belief about yourself you don't believe you're capable of doing all the things you don't believe mm -hmm. you're worthy of happiness you don't believe you're worthy of success like whatever it is it always mm -hmm. always always comes down to how you feel about yourself and, and again people will say no it's because you know 
this happened and well, I got this degree, so I have to use it or whatever, whatever. There's, there's a million things people make excuses about, but it all at the end of the day comes down to your belief in yourself. And if you spend time getting to know yourself and loving yourself and doing the things that make you happy, that belief in yourself is going to, is going to be good. That's it. Yeah. I totally agree. And it's like, um, I guess I had, I didn't realize until uh, even just in the the past handful of years. um, I mean, of course there's a certain amount of of privilege, you know, and I'm not going to turn this into that kind of conversation. I'm very aware of, of um, what I've been blessed with simply by being like born into what I've been born into. But I like, I I feel like I'm at this point now in my story where I'm not ashamed to talk about like where I've come from. And like, the fact of the matter is I grew up in the most like economically deprived and still live in County in Pennsylvania. Um, You know, like most people, most adults, you know, in the area that I live in make between 30 and $40,000 a year and are like, okay with it um very simple life very simple town like I'm so happy really that like I've I've grown up in in the way that I have around the people that I have you know for for a handful of reasons but like on the other hand I feel like I've been judged my entire life for wanting more whether that was more money or to travel, or to dress a certain way, or to act a certain way, or to go to a certain place, or, you know, do to do certain things, and, um, you know, I only in my, like, early 20s, when I did start, like, traveling a little more, because I could, and just, like, getting out and experiencing things on my own, did I realize, right, and, like, I haven't even really traveled outside the country, like, I still feel, like, super sheltered, even though, I know that like for my hometown, like people would look and be like, what do you mean you're, you're sheltered? Like you're all right. over the place all the time. Yeah. But it's just like uh, my perspective and my like, like I, I feel limitless in my head. Like I, I feel like there's so much to be done and so much to see and so much to do. And it's like, um, I, I just don't know when I'll ever be, it's this weird piece about like being super happy with everything that I've been given and everything that I have and everything I've worked for, but also this like insatiable, like hustle and hunger to just like continue to do more. But it comes from a different place now because I'm really, I really feel like I'm, I need to be putting in effort to what's going to serve the people that I'm here to serve, you know, like myself and my children first, and then like very directed things that I get, like, <laughs> that I feel like God just like yeah. speaks to me like loud and clear, you know? So it's like, I just, I feel like I have to say now that like, you know, it, literally two years ago, like I, like just two years ago, like I had to restart my life. Like I was literally unemployed, like self-employed, unemployed, non-essential, no income, like not sure when I'm getting money, you know, like, and it's like hard for me to wrap my head around this because in, in, in 18 months, 
you know, I, by the grace of God, like it, my life turned around, you know, and it's like, I just don't have this, although I'm empathetic, I just don't have the same kind of sympathy and I don't let the judgments hit me like they used to because I've fucking been there. Right. Like, so, so don't like, don't tell me, you know what I mean? Like a, a lot of the like struggle. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Right. Mm-hmm. And like owning the struggle, like I, I never wanted to own my struggle before because I, I wanted to be like better than my struggle, which in the moment I feel like you kind of have to be, but. And also you, again, like it's part of it because other people have it worse, you know, and it's so easy to be like, how could yes. I complain? And how could I, you know, whatever I've had this, this, and this, like, yeah, that's all true, but it doesn't, it doesn't take away from what the struggles that you have had and the things that you have yeah. been through and, and trauma. And so they're just, there's oh, just so much, you know, like we could sit here all day and talk about all the things, all the reasons why we're blessed and privileged, of course, but that also doesn't take away from all of the reasons why shit has sucked sometimes, you know? Yeah. And again, I'm, I'm grateful that it did. I, I, I genuinely believe that like the worst shit you've been through, the better your life can be because not just because I, I believe like in your vibrational reality, but also because like, if I wouldn't have gone through the shit that I've gone through, I wouldn't have had to go through the growth that I went through to prepare me for so the true. next big thing that's coming, you know, like something yeah. else is going to hit me. I mean, it's honestly right now, like it's, it's really hard, like managing all of this. And my personal finances have taken a hit because of what I'm doing here. And all the time I'm sitting here, like all these things, like this, like this is actually the most amazing season of my life in a lot of ways and also really hard, but I can tell you the things that I'm going through now, like the peace I have about it, knowing that like I can surrender, that I am supported, like all these things and that I've been through like harder things. Like, like I, like I would never have handled the way what's happening in my life right now, the way I would have five years ago yeah like it just, it because because of all the shit that I've been through so sure. it, people want to when people want to act like like I've I, like actually had like an angry customer in here recently and she like it was a, it was a whole thing but like she like thought she knew me and she like started saying all this stuff about me and my life and all whatever whatever and I it was in an email and I never even responded because I don't have time for that where old Jesse would have been like popping off because I need to I need the validation of her to know where I've been and her to know that's not who I am. Like, you can't say those things about me because you don't know me and like all this stuff and like, like whatever, but I don't need to do that anymore. But also like all, all she knows of me is that I opened this beautiful space. It is beautiful. I'm so grateful. Amazing things happen here, but you don't know all of the work just on myself. Like, like forget finances and jobs and kids and all the stuff like you don't even know what kind of shit I'm dealing with in my own head you know what I mean like there's some shit that we've had to go through in order to be able to cope with the things that we do or and have the things that we have I'm kind of going off yeah yeah so yeah I'm with you no I I like it though I like it though because like I I mean I I just feel like I'm ready to be more vulnerable with people because I feel like over the past 10 years of the personal like work that I've been doing on myself. And then as that evolved into like 
for people listening who are close to me or know, like into these village meetings and retreats and all of these different things, you know, I think that, um, you know, I obviously experienced a bunch of different stuff, but I think that I failed it. And, you know, it's not that I beat myself up over this, but it's just in, you know, reflection now, I could see how somebody would perceive me a certain way because I don't think that I've been so vulnerable and open in some of my harder times. And now, you know, I'm, I'm ready to like share some of those things and talk about some of those things. And I think that it will help people more because, you know, I've had people over the years tell me that they like compared my themselves to me, or like they felt intimidated by what I was doing, or, you know, sometimes they would be so triggered by me that they wouldn't even like come back to an event or to a meeting or whatever, because they felt like they weren't good enough. And listen, like I've been triggered by some of my best like teachers and mentors too. Like it happens, we're human and I appreciate the feedback, but it's just like, you know, there is struggle constantly. And whether you're Kim Kardashian, Oprah, like you name it, right. It doesn't matter. We're all going through it. And I think I'm realizing now for the first time really in my life of how true that is and how like anchored I just have to be in who and what I am and what I'm bringing to the table. And, um, but also in like a very humble way that like, you know, because again, two years ago, every excuse that I ever had was torn away from me. Like, like (laughs) everything God was like, Hey, listen, we're going to shake things up. Like, like for real, for real. And you're not going to get to complain about this stuff anymore because guess what? You're just not going to have it. Mm-hmm. And um, while it, 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 I mean, it was, it was definitely, you know, it was definitely a lot, but it, I'm way, like, I'm exactly who I need to be because of that now. And I'm so, so grateful. Like, I'm so grateful for that. But then it made me look at my like upbringing and like the life that I've lived before that and just all of these different things and how like okay you know I've been making decisions my entire life that were divinely orchestrated and led you know to get me to this place and 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 like so can you you know what I mean it's like so when you have people come to you exactly exactly and it's like anything can change nothing is permanent um nothing is like Like we don't know what's going to happen. And like, I want to help people blow the tops off of their expectations and be like, yo, why are you putting yourself in that box? Like, why are you putting yourself in there? Why do you think? And then it's like, well, you don't understand. You don't know. And I'm like, but that's just another box that you're, how do you know? I don't know. You know, how do you know that I don't get this? And, um, yeah, it's just like I wish that, that I wish that I heard somebody talking about this stuff sooner. Yeah, I guess is the point, you know. And and now I feel this like obligation to kind of sweep back through, you know, the people that I've possibly influenced over the years and the people that you know I may influence in the future, and just be like, you know, we all have these moments of suck and struggle and whatever. But it's like, how long do you want to stay there? That's kind of what I always felt myself, ask myself is like, okay, I acknowledge that I'm in a shitty situation, but like, how long are we going to stay here? And some, something inside of my head would be like, what are we going to do to get out? Right. Um, and then you just crawl, you, you crawl, you dig, you like, 
I mean, you have to do it. Like no one's doing it for you. Like you have to do it. And thank God for that. Like that strength in those um, moments. Yeah. I have so many things I want to say. First of all, yeah. I also think that you need to give yourself a little bit more credit because I think that you have always shown up authentically and you have always, at least from what I've seen, shown people that like, you're not exempt from struggle and that you're not like, you're in like, I like what I appreciate about you is that when you like share something with somebody or teach something, teach something to somebody, like it's because you're doing it. And sometimes you're learning along the way too, you know, like this new thing I learned, like whatever I'm like, just starting it. Like, for example, like this is, this is silly and this is not, not you, but like, sometimes like it will be, it'll be something like, you know, I just learned that if you drink half your body weight in ounces of water, you like this, this, and this happens. So sure. I'm going to start doing this for 21 days. Who wants to do it with me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. just, just, just yeah, yeah. an example, but like, I think you're really good at that. Like showing people like, Hey, like, this is what I'm working on because this is the results that I've seen. Like, I'm still doing it with you. I'm not here to say I've arrived. We never arrived. We're never like, and that was actually the other thing I wanted to say too, is looking back, I feel like there have been, even though I've kind of, I always know there's more room to grow and all the things there have been points in my life where I felt like I like, couldn't possibly be more connected to spirit. Couldn't possibly be more like, like in in this like journey and whatever and like you know but the it's what's so cool to me is knowing that sitting right here today I have no idea the growth that I'm going to have in three five ten years from now I can set goals I can have an idea and I can like you know imagine whatever but like I know in three years from now I'm gonna cry like I know in three years from now I'm gonna be like wow like I, this is not where I expected to be. It's so much better. It's yes. always so much better. It's always so much better. It's better because of yeah. the choices. <sighs> yeah. Like if you would have told me 10 years ago that this would be my life, right. I would have been like, uh, right. How? I would have been like, how? Right. Because my well, how, little how, human brain. Yes. Yeah. My, my human brain would have been like, that doesn't tabulate. Like that doesn't make sense. And it's like, exactly. Like I love that virtually everything I ever do is just like totally illogical. (laughs) I mean, it's like, it's, it's just like, God's telling me to do it. I feel it in my bones and I'm like, let's go. Like, let's, yes, I'm, I'm in. And, you know, I, I do, you know, if there's something that like, I would say I love about myself, um, it's whatever you call that because, (laughs) because I've, I've learned that like, it's the surrender people, a lot of people don't have it. And it's just like, I, I, uh, sometimes I even like, I have these conversations with God. I'm like, really? Like, we're going to do that now. Like we we can't (laughs) wait, like, like we can't wait like until literally, or I'll be somewhere and it's like, you have to talk to this person. And I'm like, really? Like, I have to be somewhere. I have this to do. And I'm like turning my car around and I'm like driving back to wherever. And I'm like, are we serious? You know, but it's like, those are the moments that are so just like powerful. Like those are the things that happen that are just so, uh, I don't know. So amazing. So like, here's the thing we've been like talking for it does not seem like I just looked at the like this one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So 
let's like, let's summarize for the people that are listening. So, I mean, I don't know, Jesse, like we covered a lot, right? We talked about like, we talked about like, kind of like setting these big goals, starting from like, just uh, virtually nothing and like no plan. And then like being consistent with our, our words and our like thoughts and, and what we're going to do. Um, again, like from what I said at the beginning, you just like continually executing in this like divinely orchestrated way where like I, I love just seeing you being like willing to like go wherever it is you're being called to while also like simultaneously showing up and doing your part because that's part of it it's like you're not exempt from your mother your motherly duties or like everything else and I think it's a good point that you made that like we're not at the place yet in our lives where we're subbing out everything, you know, like we're not so incredibly luxuriously rich that like we're over here just kicking back and not doing anything. And I think that's something to note because it's like, you know, we have the same 24 hours that everyone else does. We have kids, we've had full-time jobs, we've had side hustles, like, like we're grinding over here. We're right, not, right. you know, I mean, we're, we're doing it, man. We're doing it. And like, right. if I can do it, anybody can do it. Um, <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, it's just like, it's, it's also like, not that hard. Like right. you just have to like right. do it instead of just like talking about doing it. Like right. a lot of people, like we said at the beginning, it's like a lot of people talk about doing it, but like, if you would just do it, you wouldn't have to talk as much. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and then it's just like done. So right. I mean, what do we, what do we have to leave our listeners? And maybe we need to do like a part two with yeah. something more pointed. I mean, but um, I feel like there's just a few points. Like first of all, no blaming or justifying. No, um, it, like personal responsibility is just is a huge part of it. And what I wanted to say, like lossy shoot. What was I going to say? Um, I don't know. Oh, just the habits, the personal responsibility, the surrender, and just the hope of where you're going that you don't know yet. And I think that kind of sums up all of it, right? Like taking personal yeah. responsibility for every action that you take, every thought that you have, surrendering to the process and trusting that, you know, what you want is coming. I feel like that's like, it's again, it sounds so simple but it is so simple. We make it so much harder than yeah. that. That's literally, literally it. Yeah, I love it. And if I would like assign something from this, you know, creating your formula thing too, it's like, ultimately, like what we talked about is all about the redeeming your time. Mm -hmm. It's like, there is something if I could leave some, sorry, go ahead. Do what? I was just gonna say that there, I know there is something, one specific aspect of that formula that was like really impactful for me. And I like, don't, I probably use it in my life still and just <laughs> can't, can't put the connection together. So I need to like go back and find my stuff from that because I know there's something that I like want to say, but I can't, I just don't know. I can't pinpoint it, but, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Well, whenever we, I, I'm, I might do like another virtual training, yeah. but just so I can get a little more like feedback before I create this book. I mean, I'm like actively creating the book, but yeah, I mean, um, 
I know that something that, that I say a lot in it, this like quote I say is values are not a luxury. They're a condition of the present. Mm-hmm. And I think that that'll be like a good place to leave this. And, and what I mean by that is like the things that you value should not be considered luxurious, you know, mm-hmm. and whether that's like, I, I equate it to like, what are the things that you do to reward yourself? What are the things that you do dessert when before you dinner? Win? That always, that always sticks with me dessert before dinner. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you like who cares right right? like if you want to get a massage every week like if you want to eat your dessert before dinner if you want to do this like it's just these rules that we encapsulate our lives that it's just all bullshit and like you need to obliterate like obliterate whatever idea of your life that you have especially if you're a mom Right. Uh, a parent, you know, because it's like, it's very easy to think that you have to like do all of these things. And it's just like, we're in 2022, man, like right. anything goes. Right. And right. I would rather be happy and, and listen, like I still check all the boxes. Like I still check all the societal boxes. Like, yeah. um, I'm just doing it differently. And, and so are you. And it's like, that's available to anyone. Like right. it's available to to anybody who's listening anybody who is living it's just like we have the ability to design a life that we enjoy and I think that that's like a big take-home because when you and I first met I can't entirely say that uh, I was enjoying every single one of my days Mm -hmm. I, I can't say that without you know with, without a shadow of a doubt, like I was still very much in struggle mode most days, you know, most likely whenever you and I first met. And I know that we've both kind of been through these ebbs and flows and I know I'm not done struggling either, you know, but, but the way that I'll respond to it, you know, will be different, you mm-hmm. know, than I did 10 years ago. Um, oh, and, and that's the, the hope, right. Is like that it just keeps getting better. So I love it. I'm glad that we were able to do this. Me too. too. (laughs) So thank you. And how about this? Where can people find you um, if they want to learn more about Soul Space and the stuff that you have going on there? What's the best way for them to find you? So Soul Space is on Instagram. Um, It's just Soul Space, S-O-L-S-P-A-C-E. We are a wellness center in Murraysville. So if you're anywhere close to that, in Pittsburgh, please come see me. Um, Jesse underscore Wagner underscore is my personal Instagram. So I love making new friends. Like I said, I just, that's been my favorite part about this whole journey is just a, a million amazing, amazing connections. So be friends with me there. And that's about it. Love it. And I'll also like make sure to include those links in the notes for the, the podcast episode. But um I'm so glad that we got to do this. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. I will talk to you soon. Great. Love you. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Well, everybody, that wraps up another episode of the Credible Sources podcast. Thank you so much again for tuning into this episode. I really appreciate you being here. If you found yourself thinking about somebody during this episode who you feel could benefit from the information that we talked about, 
please be sure to share this and pass it along with them. If you're interested in learning more about today's credible source, be sure to check out the show notes. And I look forward to seeing you again here on the Credible Sources podcast.